Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fantasy Baseball Hour. I am Matt Stryker. Mike the Rotocop is on assignment. Today is August the 5th. It's my boy Jay Cap's birthday. Shout out to Jay Cap. I'm coming to you from a beautiful day here in New York, and uh, I'm motivated today to talk about how when teams are just outside of a wild card, you can take advantage of the absolute hysteria that their fan base brings. So I mentioned I'm in New York, a lot of local media, and I see on a lot of social media that people are saying that the New York Mets are only a few games out and the New York Mets can make it. And I'm sorry to say this, I'm here to tell you why the New York Mets cannot make the wild card and how you can take advantage of that situation for your fantasy needs. Let's look at the Mets where they are, okay? So in the American League, it's a different story. It's kind of already locked up. I mean, Oakland is chasing, but Cleveland and Tampa Bay pretty much are the assumed wild card. And I know we shouldn't assume in baseball, but in the National League, there's a bit more frenzy and fantasy viability. Uh, it, it goes uh, the Cardinals, the Phillies, and and the Nats. That's, that's the wild card picture. But the teams that are fighting close, near, uh, less than five games are the Brewers, the Diamondbacks, the Cincinnati Reds, the New York Mets, and the San Francisco Giants. So that alone just makes the odds against the Mets uh, not favorable. But that isn't where my uh, backup of my thesis, my defense of my thesis uh, stands. Let's look at the next 20 games. Okay, so fantasy baseball, we're all trying to either stay in the playoffs, get in the playoffs, 20 games. Here we go. For the New York Mets, they have three at home against the Nationals. Let's talk about that. In the month of July, Anthony Rendon and Trey Turner are at the top, or if not leading, the, 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 the league in hits in the month of July. So they're hot right now. Here we come. Dog days of August. This Nationals team is right there in the wild card spot. Do you really think that they're going to go lightly? Of course not. It's, it's a crappy thing for the Mets to have to face. So if you're looking at it from a fantasy perspective as well, I think you got to go against them. Yeah, Patrick Corbin and Steven Strasburg for the month of July are at the top of the league in strikeouts. They are dealing. And also, yeah, Max Scherzer. I mean, you forget that. As well as the additions, uh, I think you make plays against the Mets in that series. Also, considering how the pitching is so strikeout proficient, let's match that with the Mets and look at Alonzo, Conforto, and Rosario. You don't think they're going to go up there swinging? You, you, you don't think that the, those non-veteran kind of instincts aren't going to sit in? A Nelson Cruz is not going to go up there hacking because, oh my God, we need to win. Oh my God, we need to get to the playoffs. 
right? We've seen that. He's going to chill and hit like a thousand home runs in a game. But I can see guys like Alonzo and Conforto being a, a, a little too eager, a little overzealous. Match that with a pitching staff of Corbin, Strasburg, Str- uh, Scherzer. And also, look, Alonzo and Conforto are at the top. Go look it up. The top of the league for the for, on top of their team for strikeouts. Like they just strike out. So does Ahmed Rosario. So from a fantasy perspective, when the Mets have Washington in those next three games, dude, I'm going Washington hard and heavy, and I'm taking advantage of what I know the Mets do, and I know their situation. Let's move on. Their next three games are at Atlanta. Like, this is a team, the, the Braves, they're in, right? It's, it's, as of this moment, it's the Cubs, Dodgers, and Braves that are, that are locked in on the other side. So again, the Mets have a dog figgity, right? A dog fight. And look this stuff up, don't take my word. For the month of July, they've been raking. So they're going to continue. And, and, and the rest of that team, uh, Duval is yoking. Like, and Dallas Keuchel is at the top for strikeouts. There's just too many elements here that if I'm a Met fan, oh my God, no. But if I'm a fantasy guy, yeah. I'm going to attack this Met team because of how close they are to a wild card and how frenzied the fan base is. And being from New York, and I'm sorry to say it, the team isn't good. The organization isn't good. The way they do baseball, as we all know, the way they handle the health of their players, their pitchers. Yo, Jed Lowry, where are you? At the beginning of the year, go back and look at people's social media. Go back and read articles. Oh, Jed Lowry, Jed Lowry. Dude, he hasn't. What do you mean? You may as well wait for Cespedes to come back. Like, be realistic here. They're just, they, they're not, they're not, they're not just, they're not run well. All right. Um, ran well? Run well? I don't know. One of them. <laughs> just behind the glass laughs at me. That's funny. All right, so now the next three is interleague. They go to Kansas City. Okay, so maybe you think you get three games there. Uh, No, you don't. This is a sneaky, sneaky team. Hunter Dozier is just on fire. Uh, Look up Junis' numbers also for the the last month. And don't sleep on Jorge Soler. He's 69% owned in most Yahoo leagues. But there's another guy that you can kind of maybe try to dabble in and dabble out. Now... Because of the fact when Junis isn't throwing, it's not like the Casey's going to kill them. Here's where you take advantage of that net moxie, that gusto, the we're going to win it. They take three from Kansas City behind bats like Alonzo, Conforto, Rosario, McNeil. Uh, maybe with the injury, there's a current injury to Robinson Cano. Maybe Davis slides up. Think about that. Maybe Seth Lugo is a pickup. And maybe you get him now and you love him in this, now they have a three games against Kansas City, you can start to feel better about him. Uh, again, I just think the Washington-Atlanta stuff is high stress. You can pick these guys up, but maybe you hit them on your bench. You know, you stash them for a hot minute and wait for this Kansas City series. Uh, the reason I say Lugo is just because Diaz is the closer, but Callaway, the coach, the manager has come out, coach, I'm already thinking football, <laughs> manager has come out to say that, ah, I don't know if he's my closer anymore and he's, he's blowing saves. Uh, but that's the case. So there's the Mets in Kansas City. So then they come home and it stays interleague though as the Cleveland Indians come to town. All of a sudden, this is a Cleveland Indians team that if we were talking about them in May, people were selling. And if you were smart, and, and Mike mentioned it a million times, Mike's good at that type of thing. He's like, yo, buy low on these Indians. Buy low on these Indians. All day he was saying it and he was right. Because if you own some of these guys now, I, I had Oscar Mercado forever, but if you picked up Perez, or I know Jason Kipnis widely available as well, and, and all these other things, their bullpen is, is, is advanced now, with like the Logan Allen comes over from San Diego. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot here. So Cleveland comes in, it's just, 
don't know, they're a new team, new bats. Uh, the bullpen is there. I think you can make some some money on some Cleveland bats against some or some lesser Met pitchers in that series. Now I know I'm looking ahead. I'm already three, four, twelve, fifteen games ahead. But we're talking about how in a twenty game bulk, you can pick on a team's hopes to take advantage of your fantasy hopes. And in this particular moment, we're talking about how you can pick on the New York Mets. All right, so there's Cleveland. Then they have three at home. So they have a nice little homestand here. They have three versus Cleveland. They have three against Atlanta, whom we talked about. They stay home for three against the Chicago Cubs. And this it's August now. It's deep August now by the time they get there. And this is Joe Madden in a pennant race. I mean, he, he's there right now. They're, they're in the playoffs, but the cards are breathing. You know, so... Again, it's not going to be an easy series. And if you look at uh, the Cubs, guys like Anthony Rizzo and Chris Bryant and Baez, the usual suspects here are guys that you can take advantage of depending. If the Cubs are like so far in it, let's say this is what, 3, 6, 9, 12, 15. This will be 18, 15, 18 games from now. If the Cubs have clinched and they're all in it, these guys aren't playing. They're going to sit and they're going to get healthy for the playoffs. So that's something to think about. But it's just, it's a way to prepare your fantasy team for the next 20 games. You're, you're a manager of a team that's right on the bubble, or you don't like where you are. Break this season down to 20 games. When you look at the stats, look at how, how guys have been doing for the last 30 days. Don't look at their season numbers. It's August, and look at me in the last 30 days. Start to really pay attention to splits. This is important. This is where you win your league. This is where you outmanage the other managers. This is where the difference of knowing that Isan Diaz came up and you grabbed him this morning and your other guy didn't. This is why you're better. This is why you could change your team name to beat all of you. This is why you have that little trophy next to you. Oof. <laughs> so that's the Mets at the Cubs. <laughs> you mother. Um, and then two at Philadelphia. And I just, I think the Phillies are just a better team. And I think it'll be hilarious if Jason Vargas stymies the Mets. So that's a, a capsule, capsulation, a picture of 20 games and why and how you can take advantage of the frenzy behind the belief, the movement that the New York Mets can make the playoffs. I'm here to tell you right now that I don't think they can. And I just outlined why. And I listed players, we talked about reasons. I mean, honestly, in, in 10 minutes, you, you, you got a, uh, a chock full. I got a chock full, my heart's beating. I actually should do this for the Brewers, for the Reds, for Arizona, and for San Francisco. Uh, hit me up, at Matt underscore Stryker underscore. Tell me if you want me to do this. For, tell me if you want me to do this for the other teams, all right? I'll do it for the other teams. Also, look at, a couple of other situations. So I guess I'm going to touch on two pitchers here from teams I mentioned in the NL wildcard hunt that really may be able to change things for you. Because I don't know about you, but I know in my leagues, uh, pitchers are just G. You know, they come and they bring heavy points. Rarely, rarely does a bat do the same for me in one day in a season long than a pitcher does. And that's why in one of my leagues, I am currently, I want to say in... I'm embarrassed. Eighth place? Ninth place, maybe? And uh, I am 109 innings over. So I got 109 innings bucks that I can play with. I'm streaming the out of two and three pitchers because if three guys give me uh, 25 points each, do the math, that's a 75 point 
turn from one guy. Who else is giving me 75 points? Nobody. So uh, two guys that I like that are associated with the wild card hunt. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers, Chase Anderson. If he's, if, he's, if he's not owned in your league, you got to see some of those matchups. I think he's a guy that you certainly can stream. Uh, let me look, actually. You know what? Why not? Nah, nah. Got to save it. Got to save it. Uh, Chase Anderson, man. He's a guy that I think you pick up and uh, use him depending on matchups. He's uh, not too widely owned, and he certainly is a guy that performs well. This next guy, I've been on him for a while, and he just has not come around in my estimation, but I just think with the addition of Trevor Bauer, uh, a guy like Anthony DiScalfani can find something. I don't know. Maybe they chill. They talk about grips. Maybe he sits uh, in on, on Bauer's web show, which is hilarious, by the way. Um just something like that, I just think you keep an eye on. And also the situation with Amir Garrett uh, and this team. Yo, man, that's a team you get behind. I think the Reds have a better chance than the Mets to make them wild card. I wish that Mike was here because I'm sure we'd have a spirited debate about that. Um, also keep in mind, Joey Votto, people, they gave up on Joey Votto. That's Joey Votto. I was a big Joe Maurer guy. I always owned Joe Maurer. It just always seemed to be the thing for me. And on the regression, I, I understood how to use them. You know, that, that's still a good car that can get me from here to there. Just can't get me there in the, in the maneuverability and speed that it used to, if, if, that, if that's the case. So uh, those are some guys that I think are worth looking at. Just a quick little recap. Names that you have heard here and guys that you should be thinking about and looking at in the next 20 games as we head into the playoff season for fantasy baseball. All right, so that's a quick little visit into how the wild card situation can affect your rest of season fantasy baseball. Uh, without Mike here, I kind of, I don't know, I feel incomplete. And I also feel thirsty. I feel like I haven't stopped talking for 15 minutes. <laughs> I hope there was good information here. Uh, also want to remind everybody that fantasy football is coming in hot and heavy already. We're hearing reports out of training camp. Uh, Mike and I have been talking a lot. Uh, I've seen a lot of things out there. People, the rankings of running backs are crucial. And see with the holdouts and everything, I want to let everybody know that, uh, that Greg and Frank and everyone in fantasy, we have some great, great football content coming. And Mike is just, you think Mike, yeah, you think Mike the Rotocop is like insane as far as baseball goes? He's like twice this way, Jess is laughing, he's twice this way in football. Honestly, like if sabermetrics apply, Mike is all over it. And I, and I like his take and I look forward to it. But other than that, uh, I hope you guys are doing well out there, making some money and enjoying the summer. And last but not least, at the end of the day, remember, we all kind of sort of like something similar to someone else. We might not be the same, but oh, you like grapes? Oh, you like baseball? Hey, you're into cars? Let's try to find that because I think it makes it easier to be cool to one another. On that note, I say good luck, be safe, have fun. We'll see you out there.